to the Talking Reckless Podcast, episode 350. My name's Matt Eats. I'm joined by Kevin. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm well. I'm well, Kevin. How are you? I'm well. Although, if you listen to Tron, you know I'm <laughs> lying a little bit. Uh, Brando's here. I am here. It feels like it's maybe been the longest it's ever been between shows for me. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been at least a few weeks. A couple, mm-hmm. couple weeks, at least. Yeah, we, I uh, uh, had we vacation all. and took a show off, and then there was another show that I said I could do and just never heard back from you, which is always a good thing, because it means people are volunteering to do the show, and then I had a show that I was supposed to be on, uh, and then I had to work overtime, and then I feel like there was another show in there maybe I missed. Yeah, it could have been. I think uh, Overtime was the last one, I think. Yeah, Overtime was we, the last Yeah, we had to remake the... Uh, Saturday or the Sunday. It's good to have, good to have you back. Yes, it's good to be back. And also, I have to. I want to talk about games that came out like a month and a half ago. Perfect. Okay. I only play games that came out like a decade ago. So, mm-hmm. uh, and and last but not least, I was saving them to the end so I could think of a name. It's Kyle. Hang on, we're gonna Buttermaker. Kyle. I mean, that could be a real name. I now I that I have the is. computer, I'm gonna go to the anime character names database here. Is that from an Adam Sandler movie? And click on We're going out here. I'm going to type out in here. Uh, how about and and again and everyone at home has to guess what anime this is from? How about Kyle? Uh, okay, I got to pick the name. There's only one of, so that it can only be one anime. Kyle <laughs> B apostrophe T space X. I'm going to say that's pronounced the. But I think the X is by itself is probably a click. I think it's buttocks. Mm. It could be. It could be. It's hard to. I couldn't uh, even attempt that one. Yeah. Buttermaker was oh. the coach of the Bad News Bears. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> B apostrophe T space X is a character from the anime B apostrophe T space X. Oh, oh, oh shit. The spoiler yes. was right in the name. That's going to be a self title. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bito Ekusu B apostrophe T dash X. Great. I'm probably okay. a He's thousand up. percent going to remember that for the, uh, we for the show as well. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, welcome, gang, to the Big video game us. podcast. Thanks for, thanks, for, thanks for being here. Uh, I got no energy, rhythm, just keep losing my feet. You know what I'm saying? What do sure. you guys? What have you guys been playing? That was a, that was a little uh, Freddie Mercury for you there. I think Freddie Mercury himself was the one who said, what video games have you been enjoying this week absolutely is that a new is that out on steam today how much uh, how much for absolutely <laughs> no what is I happening hate, gentlemen we're starting with me what I've anyone <laughs> you got to bring someone in matt i don't want to talk yeah, over anybody you're right you're right that's I've, right i feel like this new thing we're using here for recording uh, the crosstalk seems to be less of an issue that's because none of us are talking perfect i feel like the delay is like such that feels snappy and we can all see the green light go on, so we're like, oh, damn, the, the green light is on. That means I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> the feather wand, the speaking the wand. fuck? Is there a green light? Oh, I see it. <laughs> oh, These that? Are hot. Yeah, that green light. Yeah, we actually do have a talk light now. Perfect. Huh. Do I have a talk light? No, it's only Matt. Uh, you can't see your own. You can see everyone else's. Oh, thing. yeah? Right. Maybe. Well, I'll dive in here. Right. Uh, I have been playing some Valheim. Uh, it's brand new. Came out on early access on Steam uh, early this week. Um, survival 
RPG, I guess, aspect with some Dark Souls mechanics. The ability to roll is not a Dark Souls mechanic. I think a lot a of people like to. Diablo on console mechanic? Yeah. <laughs> Ocarina of Time? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the first survival game that I've really sunk my teeth into, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Even for an early access game, it's really well done. Yeah, it's uh, so it's it's like a third person kind of um, you you're leveling up kind of like in uh, like Elder Scrolls almost, where like I'm jumping and my jump is leveling up, which is something yep. I love. And uh, it has this very kind of uh, sort of it, it it's like really kind of loose third person combat. It feel it feels weightless in a way. It's like what if Dark Souls, but it had no weight i guess like yeah take off the weighted clothing it can't, yeah exactly you're fast <laughs> yeah yeah like enemies don't really react to being hit you just kind of you hit them and and if they're not doing their attack animation they they don't hit you like it's uh, uh they do react they do have some reactions because you can catch them before they hit they'll kind of stagger back and if you hit them again when they're doing that animation you'll do more damage yeah we uh so so you and i fought a uh there are bosses it, it kind of yeah. builds you with like hey there's gonna be x number of bosses and you kind of um seems like you sort of progress through the through the world and like you find different materials as you go and and you know i'm using stone weapons right now and presumably we'll get onto iron weapons or whatever yeah uh, and we fought a boss who was a big big like stag that shot lightning out of its horns here and uh it was pretty it, it was pretty like it looked real nice but like it i don't know if i'm still in the combat of valheim because I kind of just stood there and just shot my bow without moving, and you kind of just stood in front of it and, like, walked away so that it didn't shoot the lightning on you <laughs> in a way That's that, what like... what they tell you to do when there's lightning in the sky. And, and, then, and then we had to do it for, like, five minutes. Like, it was a really long, kind of boring fight? It was a long fight, yeah. I think they're, they're better solo. Um, the first time when I did it solo was a lot of fun. Because you actually have to use some of those roles and some of those strategies that they give you. Use your shield and stuff, too. Yeah. It, uh, it, it reminds me a lot of the forest, where, like, you're building structures and, you know, you're kind of setting up a base. And you can, I, I don't think you can do this in the forest, but you can sort of terraform the land a bit and, and sort yeah. of, uh, you know, do stuff like that. Uh, it seems very cool. And you can have, I think, I think it's ten people in a, in a game, in a world. Yeah, in one server, yeah. This, the worlds are, uh, what do you call it, procedurally generated. Yeah, yeah. So mine, uh, the the world that uh, you and I jumped into, like my world, I started was like all mountains, and we had to make this big crazy fucking trip. Uh, we we did it all on stream. This big crazy trip around of like we had to go out of our way for like three days to get back because yeah. we had to go to the back side <laughs> of the mountain, find a way up, and yeah, I've, that was a fuck. Like that's stranding. <laughs> you guys should have been leveling your jump higher so you can just jump right up the side of the mountain. That's right. You're not wrong. And we uh, <laughs> we made a raft and kind of couldn't figure out how to make the raft work but like yeah got a raft out in the water and it's 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 a it's i think it's a cool like co-op thing it'd be it'd be fun with friends yeah for what it is like as pixelated as the animation is and as like low res as the graphics are the environment is really nice they do a really good job on that yeah it's got a good uh, it's got like a really good sense of scale yeah. There's like some good depth of field stuff where you can see like the big uh, kind of uh, world tree roots above you and I think yeah. it looks, I think it looks really nice. Yeah, 
And there's just like different ecospheres. So you start out in the meadows, you work your way out into the black forest, and then the swamps, and so on and so forth. It's a big map, too. Yeah, it seems neat. I'm looking forward to uh, kind of checking back in here and there as they continue to update it. Yeah, definitely. I think it's 20 bucks, something like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, like it's real, cheap. Probably bucks, cheap. 22 bucks. It's just on uh, PC, I think. Take it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So far. Yes. Seems like the perfect Switch game, though. Every game is perfect Switch game. <laughs> That's fair. Very fair. Doom Eternal. Unless you need good controls for it. <laughs> Do you need good controls for Valheim? Uh, not really not really it seems like there I think if you there's like a a, uh, like a permanence too where I think if your character that you die and leave a body right and you can go get your gear we're not really sure what happens if you die and don't get your body but they like when you when you go to play online they warn you they're like whoa hey your character is going to be at risk are you sure you want to do this (laughs) like this there could be cheaters your character could die like they really they throw this huge warning at you in a way that you're like ah I'll risk it, I guess. There's also uh, a reason they tell you that, too, because I didn't find this out until I jumped in a buddy of mine's world. Uh, he had already down the first boss, and I hadn't. But as soon as I jumped into his world, I got the boss power. So I think that can happen to you if you jump into someone else's world, and they're much further ahead in the line. You'll just all of a sudden get those boss power-ups. Hmm. Yeah, because the, yeah. the uh, k- killed the first boss, and then it gave... It yeah. seems like you have one slot for an ability, and then you'll get a bunch of different ones to kind of rotate through it. Yeah. It seems neat. Yeah. I'm not super huge on, like, the survival uh, games, but I, I really dig the co-op kind of aspect of it. Definitely, yeah. That's super intriguing. And I'm not that into survivals either. Like I say, this is my first one, but I'm, I'm liking it so far, especially for a gig. I was, like, really surprised seeing it these days, uh, a game, yeah, one gigabyte download total. Truly the perfect game for the Switch at one gig. Fuck, that's smaller than my cell phone update that it's trying to do right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure Kev could fit it on his hard drive, too. I don't know. Hold on. Let's see what the old status is at right now. And his 256 gigabyte SSD. Oh, 1.98 gigabytes free. Oh, damn. Kev probably doesn't have enough space to, like, download Windows updates either. (laughs) Uh, I think I'm good on Windows updates. I did one a couple days ago. That's probably, that's <laughs> probably fine. That's all they say. Just make sure you're doing it every couple days. Yeah, exactly. What else? Uh, you get every fifth one, and then you're good. Yeah, that's true. I've been playing... Uh, I loaded up Forza Horizon 4, actually. Uh, I played a shitload of Forza Horizon 3. You're, and, a, uh, uh, you're, a, you're a Forza man, not a Forza man, hey? Yeah. Mm. Say, I think what it's do mostly because my do you nose call is the, always plugged because of my allergies. The, like, what do you call the, the Italian food you get with cheese, pepperoni... Take a bite of that. Mmm. Well, how, how do you say that word? I don't want to say it because I don't want to say it. How do you say oh, P-I-Z-Z-A? Oh, I don't want to say it. Mozzarella. A pizza? You're talking about the mozzarella. Ma- ma- yeah, ma- mozzarella. Yes. yes. Pizza. Mozzarella. The cheese mozzarella. disc. Forza. Forza. Yeah. Uh, I'm, it's a great game. Yeah. Uh, Is this the one in, in the UK? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, like Britain. Plowing through cobblestone walls and... Yeah, and whatever yeah. those weird soldiers with the like fuzzy hats are that you can't touch. <laughs> the sentry are yeah. they sentries? Is that what they call them? I'm not sure. Uh, death but, uh, troopers, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, is this your first time playing uh, Forza Four? Yeah, that fucking intro is so good. 
Yeah, where you're really like good. racing through the seasons and then you get to town and everyone's just like losing their shit that you're fucking in town. <laughs> like, oh, this yeah. guy just raced through all the seasons. He's here now. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. I liked uh I'm looking forward to seeing what those story missions are like because the Forza 3 had those missions where like you would race against the jet or you're racing against the boat or whatever. Those yeah, were really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Those are kind of just time trials. Those are kind of just sure. like a different skin on like finish the mission in under one minute, but instead of a timer, you see a train yeah, or whatever the time is. Yeah. Uh, Very did, interesting, though. Did the game say your name? That was always the thing about Forza yeah. that freaked me out the first time where it's like, hey, Matt. I'm like, I yeah. didn't enter my name. How the <laughs> fuck do you know this? Yeah, he's just flossing at the bottom of a giant waterfall while he's talking to you, yeah. too. <laughs> Like, you have to, like, squint to realize he's down there talking to you. It's like, oh, this is a nice wallpaper uh, waterfall. And then it's, like, a tiny little guy flossing at the bottom. Literally hey, flossing. <laughs> Literally flossing. Welcome to Floss Falls. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that was dark. terrible. The first time that happened. What, uh, are you still, er- wait, were you ever earning kudos in Forza? That's not Forza. What's the racing game where you're in kudos? Project Are Gotham. kudos the thing that you <laughs> maybe got by watching someone else stream Forza? That might also yeah, be what Project I'm thinking Goth. of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if those are kudos, kudos but... Yeah, that, that was kind of where I was going was, uh, do you have to, like, leave your game idling on a live stream of Forza to get the the points or whatever the fuck it was? Let's see. Yeah. I feel like that is... A th- I think you're thinking of the right game, uh, but I don't know if it's still a thing. The right game being Forza? I feel like that was a story attached to Forza 4. Influence. memory serves. It was literally called Influence. You had yeah. to earn influence by watching mixer streams of your game of, of Forza F- Horizon 4. Mm-hmm. Oh, so people would just leave yeah. it running the whole time oh, and that then was come weird. back and have a bunch of fucking influence. That was a mixer thing. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Well, weird. that doesn't work anymore. Weird. Earning influence. The game looks gorgeous still. Uh, I think it's a few years old, but goddamn, they do such a good job with those cars. Yeah, I should jump back in now that uh, I assume there's a Series X version. There's a shitload of expansions, too. So many cars you can get. They do any uh, Hot Wheels stuff for 4? What do you mean? Uh, I did a bunch for the third game because they had that out. They were releasing that out right at the tail end of 3. Um and that was a lot of fun. Those tracks are really unique, some of the ones that they make. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 Hot Wheels DLC of Eagles confirmed. Breaking news arriving this week as of February 8th. Thursday, go. February 11th. Apparently, they came, they, it came out yesterday. Damn, oh, get that DLC, there you go. yo. The Hot Wheels stuff is cool. The Hot Wheels yeah. stuff is like loop-de-loops, and like it's it's yeah. really like fantastical tracks like track mania. in this yeah in, in this otherwise yeah. kind of real world quote unquote yeah in a really tight racing simulation it's interesting do you use the uh what kind of a how much of a line do you do you like how much like assistance do you like in your racing uh i use no line no, no ABS. line no yeah. no abs no abs what do you manual shift no i don't not with a controller are you, you, I was about to say, do you have a steering wheel? No, I wish I did. <laughs> That's hardcore. Are you like, yeah. are you a car guy? Or are you getting in there and like tuning all the, like, oh, the, the tread on my tires needs to just be so. Yeah, and... there was a point when I got into the third one, I was adjusting cars like that and stuff to just have like, I had like different drift cars. I had different setups for those. I had different race cars for just hard line races. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I'd be like, 
I'd have my car and know that if halfway through the race it started raining, we were fucking putting our lives at risk. <laughs> just, I need That's the skies sad. to hold up till the end of this race. Otherwise, it's a do not finish. Yeah, fucking pavement's <laughs> got to stay dry in Brando's world. I uh, pretty much made a... I drove a truck at the time, so this would be Forza Horizon 3, but uh, got my truck in the game and then just drove my truck the entire time. And, and like, Forza Horizon 3 did a thing where it would put you in the class that you were, no matter... Maybe not no matter, but, like, for every race you did. So it was just all trucks. It was just all trucks racing everything. It was pretty <laughs> rad. Yeah, it's good. I like it. I like some of the fantastic vehicles they bring to there because they brought uh, V's car from Cyberpunk is in there. Hmm. Um... In three, you could get the Warthog from Halo, which was really fun. Oh yeah, that they they don't. That's not in like Forza Horizon Four. I'm sure they ported it over. They had to have. It was too good. Was the Warthog? Was that op? Is that Kyle's op pick of the week? Week week. It's definitely good because it actually has that independent suspension that it does in the four in the in the Halo games. There it is. Kyle's- does it have a little man on the gun in the back? No, no. <laughs> good. Shooting at the yeah. uh, the other cars as yeah. they drive by. Just every yeah. fucking jump being like, woohoo! I think I was, uh, I think I was teasing you. I don't know if it was last show or or just off air or what, but I was teasing you about being a little uh, like something new comes out. And you're like, this is like Destiny. You're like this is the best gun. We gotta have this gun. And every week, it's, it's like, no, no, no. This is the best gun. So every week now, we can have Kyle's OP pick of the week. Perfect. <laughs> and this week, it is the Warthog in Forza Horizon. There you go. Yeah, it's a great game. I like it. It's fun, free on Game Pass, so that's why I started playing it. Yeah, I've I've never liked racing games, but I've really enjoyed the uh, Forza Horizon series. Good times. Have you been up to anything else? What else have you been playing? No, that is it. That's all I've been playing. Uh, I played a bit more Bloodborne. How? Uh, Just hit new, the brick wall that is Lady Maria. In New Game Plus, dude. New Game. I wasn't hard enough for New Game Plus. Not I, even close. It's it's. DLC is just destroying me. A DLC is... I, I maintain that the Bloodborne DLC is the hardest thing From has ever put out. The Orphan of Coast can fuck off. <laughs> I, I got trapped in that well with those two stupid fucking manfish or whatever the hell they are in the DLC. Manfish? Uh, what are they? Man. The fishing hamlet? Fishman? I don't know. Yeah, Take it's not breath. It's not in his mouth, but it's in his mouth. Fuck. Uh... Any interest in the new Destiny season, gentlemen? The season of the Chosen? Uh, I am interested to hear about it. Me too. The... I forgot their faction already. The Cabal. The Cabal are back. Oh, shit. They're my favorites. Remember the daughter of Gaul, I think? I think it was Gaul's daughter who betrayed him or something? No. N- me neither, but I, when, when Lance Reddick is like, she betrayed her father, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, okay, good. Uh, anyways, she's the Empress now and uh, uh, shows up and uh, talks to, I can never remember anyone's name, Zavala, uh, and is like, hey, how about we ally against those, against those ships? The Black Fleet, she calls them, the pyramids. How about we team up and fuck up those pyramids? Mm-hmm. And uh, you're like, just when I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I sort of see a little bit of an arc here of how we're going to all right, work with the Cabal. We were working with the, the Fallen before and uh, expecting him to be like, yes, let's do that. Here's your new seasons. He just says, fuck no. And you immediately get thrown into a thing where uh, you're just fighting like a thousand Cabal in these battlegrounds is the, uh, the, the new activity this month, this season, 90 days, I guess, three months, right. is uh, Battlegrounds, which are a one to three 
player thing that you can you can match make into them. They have their own uh, playlist on the Vanguard menu, and they're short little, like five to ten minutes, just kind of combat missions. You just play through like waves. Yeah, like you'll, you'll go to an area and it'll be like uh, there are three shield generators. Kill Cabal until you kill enough that they drop a thing and blow up a shield generator. And then you go to another part and you kill Cabal until it's like you've killed enough and the shield goes down and you can go forward. Right. Uh, but there's no like the the whatever they they is it the darkness or whatever where you can't respawn like oh it's on for real now if we all die we'll be checkpointed back yeah uh that never hits you can just you can just you can just keep dying if you want die you your just, way through those yeah and they're that's weird but they they like they throw so many enemies at me that or at you i guess that at, at the royal me that uh i've i've died a lot but it like it's always because I'm going down in a sea of like 50,000 guys, it feels like. Like, I think they're pretty fun. They throw way too many dudes at you and, and expect you to kind of die. Uh, but also sometimes, you know, you bring like a, a really dope AOE weapon and uh, just really clean house. Just fry them. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think they're cool. I think they're fun, but they're also like even more repetitive than the season of the hunt, kind of. I was going to say, are or, they better or worse than uh, the, what were they called? The hunt? something hunts yeah, those are replacing the cryptolith lure hunts or whatever yes right? yeah ones. you can still do the cryptolith lure stuff and it still gives like pinnacle and powerful gear so i think that is still totally a valid path to uh uh gear the up Rathborn hunts that's what they're yeah, yeah yeah but uh they're they're okay they're kind of like the exo missions I'd, I'd say they're analogous to those exo missions the the like uh, remember they have that like rotating one they opened a little bit later where it's like oh this week it's like jumping on the platforms yeah. or whatever it's kind of like that length but it's about as interesting you can you can really turn your brain off in a way that i think they're they they feel more grindable i don't know i was just enjoying the senseless killing where uh the new the new exotic this season is a bow that when you shoot from the hip shoots three arrows that track it like puts targeting reticles on your thing and they they lock on and uh, if you hit them with fucking hades bow yeah it's straight up the hades bow (laughs) if you hit them with a a second arrow or like a a certainly timed one that it has a big aoe explosion and uh, that's really fun to bring in there where, like, you're just, I'm, I am not even looking at the screen because these things lock on. I'm just like, just shooting arrows standing there, and explosions are going off everywhere, and my XP meter's going up, and that's cool. It seems fine. I don't know. It seems like more Destiny. Yeah. The, uh, the, the prismatic recaster is back. You can, uh, you, usually you get an engram and it's just a random item, but now you get these umbral engrams and you can kind of, uh, you, you focus them. So you can be like, I want a weapon or I want a helm or I want pants or whatever. And you're doing, and you said you still have the, the lure too. Yep, you so do you have still have the lure. different means to, to kind of guide your, your loop. I think. I'm not really, sh- I'm not really clear on how the, like, power stuff from last season works because the cap is now 1300, I think, with the hard capping 1310 or something. So I'm not sure if you go do the season of the hunt, whatever the, the last one. Do you right. do you maybe only get gear up to twelve sixty, and then this new season is? I'm not really clear on like what gives you what, but yeah, could be. It's, I'd assume that they have to cap it somewhere lower than they're capping the new stuff to encourage you to do the new stuff. But yeah, yeah I well, I think it just I think they just added more guns to the pool, and like there there isn't really a lot of of new stuff to do. It's like. Right. Seven or eight minutes of content, maybe. And that's kind of always been the the problem with... Not the problem. That's always been the... Kind of the pace of the Destiny seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, Which is why I never come back for seasons. I come back for expansions. Yeah. Um, 
but it uh, I'll probably duck in there and at least check it out a little bit but they uh Kyle you like this they take the power cap off of exotics exotic power cap now just shows an infinity symbol which is nice cool that's nice yeah and uh, they got a bunch of new weapons I don't know I like I like the new exotics I like guns that that have very different effects than other ones and yeah. uh the bow and is dumb stories fine. attached yeah, to them. Sure, that's so what I like about a lot of Destiny. But like the meta just forces you to use other weapons, which kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. It got really last uh, season, especially. It got really. If you were doing PVE stuff, you had to have the two shot. Do you have the two shotguns and then one of these two weapons for your third slot? Otherwise, you're not doing it properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I forget that and then get way into Destiny and then remember that and get way out of Destiny. Yeah, it's, it's kind it, of the ebb and flow of my family. We have one raid and, and someone sees Andy using that bow and goes, mm. and like, oh, yes. Yeah. Once we've reached a point where people are secretly re-equipping weapons so they don't get yelled at. <laughs> the, uh, I don't think there's a raid, a new raid or anything this season, which... Uh, the the existential oh, yeah, question of like is. why am I playing Destiny really fucking hit me with like with the new season yeah at least where, you have a new battle pass to level up but yeah. that's kind of it yeah it's got some exotic engrams on there that I would like to get but uh, but like yeah why am I why what am I powering up for like I'm not gonna do I don't really like the trials or the uh, Iron Banner and that stuff mm-hmm. there's no raid like damn I I played like that first day and got the season pass to level five and then it was just like why am I why? <laughs> even even more than last time, why? At least yeah. there was a raid to get through. Yeah. I don't know. It looks so good. It's the only it's the only thing I play on the new Xbox. Yeah. I, I fucking still love playing it. Like whenever I'm playing Destiny, I'm like, man, this is the best way to kill time in yeah. the world. It looks incredible on the new yeah. Xbox. And it oh. feels so good too. Oh man. That's the new season of Destiny in a nutshell. I'll uh, I'll let you know how things progress. Not. So far, we're giving it to the Cabal. Absolutely, and just is there, giving is it that, to them. Is there um, story content beyond the those repeatable things? Like, are you are there like campaign levels? Mm, no. Okay. There might have been one. There might have been like a really short one, like a stage setter kind of thing. But yeah, I think I think it just throws you right into the battleground. I don't. I, I think you just get a cutscene and then you're poof right into the, the right. battleground, which is that new content type. Uh, they're only two right now, but they're going to release more. But the it's it's so dumb. The playlist only has one in it, and the way that the it's just like the lure. You have to like do things to charge up. It's a hammer now, instead of a lure. Uh, but the uh, wow, I just my brain completely stopped working. What was I even? I feel like I'm having a stroke. Lure hammer. Where was I going with this? You have to charge. Uh, you have to charge it up. Charge it up. Communism. Cyclical. Yeah. No, I don't know. Nope. It's brain stopped working. Not good enough to be memorable. Yeah, damn. I like had a point too, and hmm, that's a sign of the times, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, Brando, what you been up to? What haven't I been up to? Everything except for three games. Um, first one is Hitman. Hell yeah, uh, Hitman Three, which is, I believe, after some careful thought, my favorite Hitman game of all time. Of all time. Of all time. Keep in mind, I did not care for any Hitman game until the new trilogy. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so it is my favorite of the three of those. Um, I never got my progress to carry over. I remember that was our kind of thing we were talking about last time. But I feel the more and more 
uh, I play of Hitman 3, the happier and happier I am to have an excuse to go back and do all those uh, old levels again. So Yeah. Um, I beat the campaign. Uh, I've done multiple runs of every uh, uh, of every map. I fucking love the maps in Hitman 3. Uh, the last one's a little bit weird, but I think it uh, it deserves to be a little bit weird. I don't want to spoil it, unless you guys have already talked about it on the show. No. Um, no but I... it is much more of a non-traditional Hitman level where they are uh, tightening it up a little bit so that you kind of experience exactly what they want you to experience. Maybe uh, stretching stretching some some development chops for the upcoming 007? Maybe? Yeah, could be. Yeah, it, it, it definitely did look like a... You look at that level and you're like, oh, this is what a more linear James Bond level might look like. Um, but yeah, I just can't get enough of that game. My favorite, my favorite thing that they did in Hitman 3, was, which I know uh, hearing other people is one of their least favorite things, is they really put a lot of emphasis on the story especially for your first run through run runs of levels. Yeah. Um, where they kind of demand that you exit in certain places and they demand, uh, that you do things certain ways for that first run. Um, and whatever you do them in those ways, it kind of winds up with a set piece that is, uh, it was cool every time. It was fucking really rad every time. Um, and it like started, you noticed it right at the beginning of the game when you did um, uh, Dubai and they like started you out on like the side of the building because you had jumped from like a fucking plane <laughs> and landed and then they had like music cues. And nobody sees uh, somehow. Yeah, exactly. And they had like music cues uh, with you like like literally walking like into a curtain to go to the other side of the curtain and then the curtain like drapes over the camera and when the curtain leaves you're like wearing a suit instead of your you're like air jumpsuit and there's like this big music sting and I'm like oh yeah oh now nah, <laughs> these guys know what I want um, and yeah all the all the all the ways that they were like let's make this more like a movie let's make uh, moments that aren't just funny because the hitman moments are always funny because they're kind of create your own fun but every now and then let's take a little bit of the uh, creativity out of the player's hand so that we can give them a very cool uh, moment that we've kind of uh, catered for them. Yeah, they uh, uh, and I love that shit. They they kind of uh, they they do some things they've never done in Hitman levels where mm-hmm. it, like they they are like structurally different sometimes where you're like what the fuck is going on? Yeah, specifically the second map, uh, uh, Dart Darthmore or uh, Dart Dartmore Dartmore uh, and uh, and the one in I think it's in um, uh, Berlin. The rave, yeah, the yeah. rave yeah. Uh, are two that are like, yeah, they are designed in a different way than any other Hitman level before them in the in that series. And both of them, I went into the level and saw what it was all about, and I was like, oh, this is kind of different. And then, like ten minutes later, I'm like, oh, this is the greatest Hitman level they've ever done. Yeah, but there's still also they like there's that new way to kind of go through it, but then there's still also like. You, as you're going through, you see like 50 different ways where like, oh, I could be the photographer, right. kill them that. I could like, there's all the different setup. The creativity is well. always there. They're just uh, kind of playing with your expectations on on what like the targets are like and what uh, like you go into Dartmoor and you're like, there's one target, yeah, there's one oh. person I gotta kill. Who, what the fuck? Who cares? This is easy. Uh, and then you're like, oh fuck, 
this is a 45 minute murder mystery I have to so solve good. to get this old lady alone. <laughs> so good. And oh, so good. Oh, there's like different ways you can see you can you can solve the mystery and then choose to like uh, lie to her and, and pretend to have solved it wrong. And yeah. Oh. Yeah. You can throw people who you <laughs> have proven didn't do it under the bus. That's funny. Hitman yeah. is so rad. What's your, it is really good. What's your favorite Hitman level? You, have to, you just got to pick one out of all, whatever there are, 18 or 20. I am going to be, I think, a little bit contrarian uh, and say the uh, Hong Kong level. Is that from, uh, which game is that it's from? It's from 3. Oh, and I maybe, it, I probably haven't done that. Oh, uh, not Hong Kong. Uh, Sh- Shang. Uh, was it Shanghai? No, it's. I thought it was Hong Kong. It's a city in China. Che- I have to look up how to say it. It's like yes, okay. Chang Kong or something. Uh, you look that up, uh, but it is um, Chongqing. Very much Chongqing. Say again. Chongqing. 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 Um, it is very much um, designed. It's less open uh, than a lot of levels, and it's very much kind of designed as two uh, very difficult fortresses to penetrate. Uh, uh, one to eliminate one target, one to eliminate uh, another target. But then there are some very creative ways that you can kind of get them both uh, hanging out in one place outside of their uh, very difficult to penetrate structures. And uh, like I was talking about the story stuff, uh, the end of that level is very cool and involves uh, hacking a. Uh, well, I yes. shouldn't get into that. Yeah, the end that 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 end thing is is that's like my favorite thing from this game so far. Yeah, it's very cool, um, and I just like the whole vibe of that level. It's um, beautiful too, like wet streets and neon signs, yeah. and it's it looks. It really was the good. level that I watched, and I was like, this could have just been a whole game. I would have done a whole game here in a bigger blown out city. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. And then I mean, there like so you never forget your first ones like Sapienza and um, the runway. Uh, Miami. Miami is my yeah, ultimate. Yeah, Miami, the that first race one, car is, is really so good. fucking stupid. Yeah. I just uh, did I, that level. Oh, did you do the did you do the race car method? Did you get the sniper and Uh no, I sabotaged her tire. That's a good that's a really that's good, a good one. That's a good one too. Yep. I would I would They're highly highly recommend the I don't remember who it is. You have to like I think you shoot a car. You like sabotage the car and shoot it in a spot or something. Mm. Uh but the resulting crash is tremendous. Yeah, I I like I I like how they designed Hitman because like I was playing on the the last level of the first game. It was like a resort or whatever, and you go in there with no equipment. Mm-hmm. And I ended up poisoning the lady, the first lady. And then as I was trying to figure out my way to get into the second uh, target's location, um, I wow, I found myself in like a tool shed, and I'm just looking around and see what's in there. And then all of a sudden, I use that like X-ray vision or the Hitman vision you guys get. And uh, I see one of the elite guards, guards like dragging the body of the lady that I just assassinated down towards this shed, and I'm like, <laughs> "This is such a rad mechanic that this guy is just <laughs> conveniently right here, right now." And it, it's, I always go into a new Hitman game and I'm super like, "Oh, this isn't working the way I want it to. Uh, I need to load another checkpoint because I have this grand master plan." Uh, and then I always, after I've played for like five hours, I'm just like, no, the more, the more things are going wrong, the better it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tremendous. I really like it, man. Yeah, me too. And I just like, like a lot of video game companies always talk about the, uh, like the forever platform hmm. uh, that they want to do, where it's like, this is where you'll get all your Hitman from now on. And I know that Hitman's done after this, 
but I just like having that one game that I can open and play all of the Hitman now. Yeah. Um, it's a fucking ton of fun. And it'd be like they're done. Well, uh, I think they like didn't they didn't they go back on that? I thought they were like, hey, this is this is the end of Hitman, and then I think maybe it sold pretty well, and they were like, actually, (laughs) actually, we're we're interested in more money, so Hitman Four. Well, if they make Hitman Four, I'll play Hitman Four. Yeah, there's DLC coming, elusive targets and stuff. Hits in February, apparently. Mm -hmm. Cool. Fuck yeah! I gotta get those, man. I gotta get that game done if the elusives are coming. I gotta get ready. I look forward to getting into three. It's it's dope. I mean, there are they are all very good. You you are well worth your time to kind of like play through them. Absolutely. Uh, who? Anything else, Brando? Uh, yeah, I played some Cyber Shadow. I'm about halfway through it, based on the Zelda esque um, kind of file select screen, uh, where it says I have like five four medallions out of what looks like eight medallions or orbs. Hmm. I should say not medallions that you collect and that game is nothing super special but is uh, a great uh, kind of side-scrolling old retro-y style game if you like Shovel Knight and uh, games like that uh, it's another like, one of those it's not blowing my mind but it's like I get high and play it a lot to be honest it's kind of my <laughs> game that I feel like when I play Hitman High I get so fucking confused as to what's going on because I have no ability to retain information um Whereas with uh, Cyber Shadow, you're just kind of dealing at whatever problem you're looking at at the current time and not thinking about all the other inner workings of the level. This dude um, looks like the, the Strider. This dude looks like... He does look like the Strider, The yeah. Strider should call his lawyers. He's got a Strider kind of sword, too. Like red scarf coming off the yeah. one side. Yeah, he's a pretty rad-looking dude who's obviously stealing again. He looks like the Strider mixed with Guyver. You guys ever see like Giver the movies or the anime? Got like no. the like the Mac Giver? Not Mac Giver. <laughs> Hold on. Giver anime. Oh, Giver the bio boosted armor. Why did you, Why didn't you say? <laughs> right. Of course. That's what he looks like to me. Uh, yeah, he does look like the booster armor. It's a cool. It looks like the art style is cool mix of like Metroid meets Castlevania. We, yeah, actually, those... we, we actually have a word for that exact yeah, Metroid yeah. meets Castlevania. <laughs> and what else? Um, he also looks like a... It's like a shooter in a loot game. A shooter in a loot <laughs> It's got those same kind of bosses, too, as uh, Castlevania games, where it's like, you gotta learn, you're gonna die while you learn the attack patterns and everything, and then you're gonna learn the attack patterns, and all of a sudden you're gonna be able to do it without getting hit. Cool. Um, Seems neat. There are just a lot yeah. of of that there is type a lot. Yeah, right this now. was the one I was playing, and it literally could have been any other game of the same genre. But this one got kind of pushed out on Game Pass, and I'm like, "Yep, I always, I always have one of these on the go." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's plenty of fun. Uh, and then, oh, the new season of Apex, which I won't talk to uh, too much because I would imagine you guys talked about it with Warren quite a bit uh, last week. I think so. Yeah, I think so. There is uh, a new character. Yes, there's a new character. Yeah, and he, damn it, Warren told me, and I it, the information has lost my mind. Yeah, he's like an explosives kind of guy. He, uh, oh, the Ring of uh, Fire. Yeah, he can do yeah. a Ring of Fire. His alt is like a Ring of Fire to trap people, uh, and then he can stack grenades. His passive is he can stack grenades in the inventory up to two, which is 
double the one that you can usually have. Uh, and uh, he's got uh, the ability to throw grenades like three times as far as everyone. It's actually comical because grenades will just be going off all around you. And you're like, if that's a fuse, they could be literally anywhere. It's a big siege cannon. Yeah. I heard you um, warned and uh, Andy. Uh, yeah, you warned and Andy got to win. Yeah, yeah, we're winning. I don't want to say we're winning a lot, but we're certainly winning more than we used to. It was, uh, the, the conversation was like, I think you guys just lost one. You're like, man, we're going to have to pick it up. We're going to get these top 10 or these 10 top 10 finishes we need. And then the next right. game was like, hey, we won. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's an event going on right now, which is this two year anniversary, uh, which is crazy to think about. Wow. But it's two years since Apex came out. That is crazy. Um, and they uh, it's the same way they usually run their events, which is. Every day, you basically can earn 200 points just for playing a couple games, 200 points for getting four top 10 finishes, 200 points for getting 10 top 10 finishes, up to like a maximum of 1,000 a day uh, for points. Um, and as you level up, which is not your battle pass, but your little season event meter, uh, it'll give you uh, some Apex packs that have uh, items from the seasonal event, which usually are like... To get all of them, I think, is one like a crazy thing. We've talked about it on the podcast. It's probably like $500 to get all the mm. all the stuff in a season. But uh, you can get two of the items if you max out that meter. Do you get the pick or are they random? You probably don't they're, get the They're pick. random. Yeah. They're, yeah, loot boxes that are guaranteed to have, I think, one gold, which is a great skin. Um, so Did they ever... Remember people were, like, mad that the Apex skins sort of were just color swaps? Did they ever, like... They are. I always compare them to Overwatch, which is Overwatch like has Overwatch, really good skins. Overwatch has unbelievable skins, so maybe that's not even fair. But they are miles better than what they were when we yeah. used to complain about it. I got a good one. Like for the events, normally all the event skins are really good. It's just a matter of not being able to pick them and only having if you don't want to put money in, only having basically two cracks to get a skin for a character you actually use or care about. Mm. So you're probably going to get a great skin, but it's a matter of it. So I never get good skins uh, for characters I use except for Lifeline, which is my main. Um, just got a, uh, I just got a skin uh, for the event, which is a really cool devil-looking thing. I'll see if I can find a picture. Um, yeah, the legendary skins look really good in that game. Yeah, and they're all kind of like of a theme for the, season, for the event. So they're kind of doing a... Uh, um, it's kind of a, uh, I want to say, maybe veering towards the Chinese New Year because it's a lot of red and gold, um, mm. even though it doesn't seem like they actually put that out there that it's a Chinese New Year event. People, uh, America's ain't so hot on China in a way that I could yeah. see that maybe you just quietly do your Chinese New Year thing. <laughs> right. But we, like, my lifeline that I got was very much a, like, red demon kind of thing. And then the skin that Warren got... For Gibraltar is kind of a red and gold monk looking thing, so they kind of had like a skin like that for Octane in the past, yes. Uh, a, a similar kind of thing with the horns and everything, almost like ram horns, yeah. Um, but uh, but she's red and devilly looking in this one, cool. She got skulls. I'm just looking this up. I thought you couldn't have, I guess, Apex is not currently playable in China because I, I don't think you can have like skull, what is it, skeletons or. Oh, really? Like, yeah. There's, like, a lot of certain I've, imagery you're not allowed to show. Like, I feel like a, some of them have, like, the kind of Mexico Day of the Dead paint and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of this, I don't know if this would fly in China. 
I don't know if you can have demons. There's too much culture in it. Tough break for skeletons in China. Someone in chat yeah. says it's very true. <laughs> Not fair. Um, but yeah, other than that, the uh, I don't like the new map, but it's one of three maps, so you deal with it when it's there. And how long are they? Uh, how long do they rotate on? Uh, I don't actually have a very good feel for the new rotation. I think it's usually an hour and a half. Oh, that's not though. That's within a day. You'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Okay. That's not too yeah. bad. Um, Anything else? Canyon, they changed. Than, uh, oh, sorry to... Like I nope. Uh, stop me if I'm telling you a bunch of stuff that weren't already told you. Also, because I hope someone here remembers better <laughs> than I do. Uh, they changed up Kings Canyon a bunch too. Uh, added a new section and. Um, Kings Canyon is the OG map, uh, which is still my favorite. But I think it's yeah. just my favorite because I know it the most. Yeah, your yeah. first love always your yeah the one you remember. But yeah, that's enough. Uh, that's enough Apex, I think. Kevin, Matthew, when we raiding? You got your flasks? You got your fire resist? When we raiding? I got. Uh, I got. I'm starting on on getting my things together. Uh, so I hit max level in Dungeons and Dragons Online. Uh, I want to say last Thursday or last Friday, some sometime last week. Uh, so I've had about a week or so of playing at max level, which uh, I really haven't done in this game a whole lot. Every other time I've hit max level, I've just saved up enough of the resources to uh, do the resurrection so that I can start back at level one and, and do it all over again. So this time is the first time in the 15 or 16 years that the game has been out that I've kind of tried to stay at max level for, for a consistent amount of time. So that's uh, a, a bunch of new things that I'm learning because uh, it's it's much like all MMOs, uh, the end game of the the the, the game itself is, is a totally different animal than than the rest of the game. Uh, so I'm finding out that when I'm going to to collect all my loot pieces, I've got myself a bunch of of lists of hey, these are the pieces of loot you want to go for. Uh, th- these are the quests you need to run to do them. Uh, but I'm also finding out that apparently there is a fixed limit on the number of times you can open a chest in a given week uh, because they don't want people to just spam farm these chests and kind of get all their items right away or uh, get things that they can sell on the auction house and, and kind of screw up the economy because a lot of the quests in DDO uh, are, uh, we'll say, easily exploited for the right classes. So let's say I was playing a wizard who could turn invisible. There's a quest that I can run that if you can't turn invisible will probably take you about 20 minutes if you're kind of doing everything. Uh, but if you can turn invisible, uh, it takes you about 90 seconds. Hmm. So uh, they, they they kind of balanced it, and I use balanced with air quotes. Uh, <laughs> they kind of balanced it to make it so that, yes, sure, certain classes can kind of blow through these quests with ease. Uh, but once they hit that chest limit, they don't really get a benefit from doing it over and over again. Uh, so I found out that uh, the chest limit is 8 which uh, I guess means you can you can play every quest once a day and and never hit your chest limit because it resets once a week. But uh, you play every wait what you so you can roll every quest chest eight times. Yes, per week. 
per week. So you could do all eight in one day, which I did on one quest that only took me two minutes to beat. Mm. So that quest took me two minutes. So I took 20 minutes uh, on Sunday when that specific chest resets for me because it doesn't even reset on a on a timer that makes sense. It resets on the timer that starts the first time you open the chest since the last time it's reset. Yeah, well, that's probably to stop you from like. I, I don't know why they're so precious about it, but that's, it sounds like it's like, uh, it's 10 minutes till reset. I better get my eight in, and then I got my eight, and now I'm, I, I'm done, I guess. <laughs> well, they even, uh, they even kind of like let you know certain times uh, because they have what, what they call loot weekends where you get uh, extra X percent chance of pulling named items from treasure chests. So there's kind of like a, a guide out there that says, okay, start your chest timer six days before the loot weekend starts so that you can finish your timer on day one of the loot weekend and then day two of the loot weekend you'll have your timer reset so you can do 15 chests in that weekend (laughs) is this a this isn't a this isn't a thing for only like free to play players is it can you spend money to open more chests uh no you cannot spend money to open more chests Hmm. uh you can spend money to re-roll a chest in one of the times so they have a a specific type of currency called astral shards and you can spend i think it's 15 astral shards which is the equivalent of like i don't really know i've never bought astral shards before i think it's like 40 cents or something like that uh but you can spend those 15 astral shards to re-roll the contents of a chest as long as you don't loot anything from that chest so if you're going for a specific piece of loot out of a chest and you're already at your eight cap for the week and you don't want to wait until the next week for the reset you can just spend some of these currency shards and just re-roll the constant contents of the chest constantly until you get what you want mm, so if i had infinite money i could if you had infinite money you could run each quest that you want loot for once and just re-roll and you can always get your loot good uh i think it scales <laughs> I, I i honestly don't know i've re- never re-rolled a chest uh but good i think it you. might scale up uh each time you re-roll so like the first time it's 15 the second time it's 25 but okay at least that, at least there's something in there to stop from just being like yes i have a million dollars i would like to win ddo please i mean i'm sure they would love people to just spend a drop a million dollars in their game and allow you to win ddo so <laughs> i mean they do sell xp potions that will bring you 90% of the way to max level. Uh they sell them for like 60 bucks, I think. So That's like, yeah, character boost. They do that. Yeah, exactly. Lots of Uh they only sell them a, a couple times a year on special occasions because they <laughs> they like to uh to to bang it into your head that hey, this is a special thing. Yep. If you want it, you Limited better buy it on off this or... uh, two week that it's offered. We might never what does it say in like the <laughs> Destiny store? These these items may never appear again even though they yeah, always yes. fucking do. Yeah, but but hey, what if they don't? What, what if, if they this don't? is the last opportunity? Yep. Are you going to stream uh, the raid when it comes time? I would love to see stream- what a DDO raid looks like. <laughs> uh, we'll see. I, I will have to find a, a group. I, well, let's, first I'll have to finish my gear uh, because I was, uh, I was level 29, which was one off cap, and I was doing uh, the not the last expansion that came out, but the one before that, I was doing a full run of all those quests uh, to hit that last level. And I went with, uh, there was four of us in the group and we were doing it on uh, the first like hard difficulty. Uh, It's called Reaper mode. There's 10 levels of Reaper 
and each one gets progressively more difficult and we were doing it on reaper one which is slightly more difficult than like the base levels of of difficulty that they have in the game so it's kind of like the hardcore mode or whatever you want to call it torment new game new game plus kind of thing yeah 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 uh but I think I probably, in the nine quests we did, it took us about two hours to do, I probably died like 45 times uh, just because like going into these quests without the gear that you need to go into these quests just kind of makes it difficult. But you kept getting back up. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, and then I didn't I... keep getting back up. Uh, I was making the druid keep reviving me, so. That's his fucking job. In a, a <laughs> in, in, in a raid too, you'll have like you know however many people, twenty other, nineteen other players or whatever. To like, no one can tell if you're sucking ass in a raid. There's, there's so many people. Uh, that is especially true in DDO because, uh, like those three other people, were able to carry me pretty easily through this content. Uh, DDO is a game where if you have one person who is is overgeared or who is capable of carrying people, it's so easy to just solo a quest and just have everyone else just waiting by the door, uh, collecting the experience as the one person does the quest. Uh, I was going up through the levels when I was trying to hit max level, and there was one quest that uh, I had heard about, but I'd never done it before uh, because it was one of the, the packs that I didn't own. Uh, and I'd heard that this quest was really great for experience. It's it's really quick to do. You get a lot of X from it. Uh, but I never had it. And then when they gave everything away for free this summer and I got uh, all the content for free, then I finally got access to this quest. So I did it for the first time. And as soon as I walked in the quest, I let everyone know, like, hey, this is my first time doing this quest. Like, uh, Big mistake. Have yeah. you never played video games before? Uh, like actually, the, the DDO community is, is normally pretty good with... Uh, with teaching people new quests and like being cool about new people being in in the game because it's it's still a small game so everybody who's who plays it kind of knows like hey if we want new players to play the game we have to show them how to play the game because it's a very complicated game God, that uh, sounds so much better than destiny <laughs> uh well to be fair this isn't in raiding this is just regular questing so no, who knows, who knows how many assholes show up when it's time to raid KWTD. <laughs> That's what we needed in Destiny was like 30 people raids so I could kind of hide my incompetence. I don't in even like I don't think you could do it in today's day and age. I don't know how we did it back in the day. 40 people in, in, in World of Warcraft raids and like I know there are other MMOs with, with big raids like that. Yeah. I honestly don't think you could do it today. It would like people would do it once and be like, this is a terrible experience. There are other games to play. We don't have to do this. Back in the day, it was this weird like, no, we're suffering together because no one's ever done this before. This is all new. And like, we're going to spend 16 hours in this fucking raid. We're going to do this. It's how you're communicating with people, too. So it's kind of like, well, we could just be on the telephone <laughs> or we could do this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't, 40 people raids. I don't think so. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. No, raids in DDO is only 12 people, so it's oh, it's really, really easy to fill raids. And uh, obviously the new ones are different, but any any kind of the old content that people still run, you can you can run it with short less than 12. So it's it's no big deal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I went into this quest and uh, let everyone know, like, hey, this is my first time doing it. And the people who were running the group, they just said straight up, like, hey, this... This is not a newcomer friendly quest, so maybe just uh, maybe just wait at the door. Sit down, uh, son. I'll handle ha- have this. a seat. 
uh, we'll finish it for you. And like, if as long as you're in the quest, you still get the experience. So I basically sat at the door, went, had a smoke, smoked a joint. Gave them my uh, cell number. They could text me when they're done. I'll come came back. back <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, got uh, got that fresh 100K X. No big deal. Just Easy. like that. Oh, yeah. Fucking A. Video games are fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would love to see a raid. You should. You should. If you raid, it would be cool to get some kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'll, I'm sure I'll get in there at some point and uh, do it. Like, like some of the raids. Some of the. I. I still do some of the older raids uh, because obviously you don't need good gear to do a raid that came out 14 years ago uh, that hasn't changed since then. So. Uh, Captain America getting old meme over here <laughs> 14 years ago. Uh, but it's weird because e- the stuff that came out that long still has desirable loot that everybody still wants to get their hands on. So hmm. it's uh, it's they, they managed to the power creep in DDO isn't so bad that it's only the new stuff that you want to run. Like you, there's still lots of reasons to run every quest in the game there's still lots of reasons to run every raid in the game so that's pretty well, that sounds pretty unique for at least the mmos i've played have mostly been like oh the new content's out it's time for the new content don't even worry about that other stuff in fact in some cases we're going to take it away so you can't even try yeah. to worry about it and and a lot of it has to do with uh, the resurrection and the reincarnation aspect of the game so like if you were just staying at, at max level there would be probably no reason to run those those old raids but because i'm still leveling up from one to 30 every so often and and going through all those other low level quests that i still need the low level gear for then then that's kind of where those those old drops come in from the old raids and everything man that seems neat the ddo all these years later still playing it for yeah still still going strong any other video games you want to uh so i do have one this one's not on the sheet. More game. It's this, not on the sheet. I wasn't sure I was going to bring it out. Uh, I wasn't sure I was going to bring it out. Put your finger uh, on the mute button. But I'm going to bring it out. Uh, so I found a new mobile game. Oh, boy. Oh, oh baby. Hey, let me tell get you. on the app Is this, are, you, are you not on Galaxy of Heroes anymore? Galaxy of Heroes not your shit? Uh, I've, I've really fallen off on Galaxy of Heroes. I'm still playing Marvel Strike Force. Does. Uh, that's, that's the one that I'm... That's that's my main mobile game right now. Do you know if uh, let's just call him Johnny Two Phones still has his two phones? Uh, yes, John, Johnny Two Phones does still have his two phones. He uh, he fell off the two phones for about a three month period. Uh, his New Year's resolution for to his wife uh, one year was to three phones <laughs> was to get rid of one of the the two phones. So he he didn't have two accounts on this one game, uh, but that fell off mighty quick afterwards good shit does he like does he see he doesn't he, he wouldn't spend less money by only having one account would he like that doesn't really uh no because he has one account i, I don't i don't know how much money he spends on it. i don't think he spends that much it's a bad resolution that's what uh, if you're in it for two phones he, do, he doesn't pay he doesn't pay money on his second account he has his second account is totally free so yeah, so what's the problem then what what they just let him have that second phone who cares that's like that's yep, not helping the problem at all that was it's, just it's still the time sink right? that was literally it's, it's just the, the thing it's, they it's said the for the sake that, of their marriage yeah. we're like yes honey we're both right <laughs> uh so yeah the game is called dragon quest tact 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 yeah short i mean I, I would think it would be short i i would think they would just name it tactics uh but they didn't they named it tact tact uh it came out 
I want to say like January 26th, so it's still really, really new. July 16th, 2020. Uh, According to Wikipedia. That might be a beta release. Uh, global release is uh, is just recently. Uh, but yeah, it's 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 like you would expect it to be. It's a gotcha game. Uh, they give you uh, surprisingly a whole lot of free currency in order to to spend it as fast as you can. Essentially, uh, they make it really easy to get your account set up. Uh, a lot of these gotcha games have what they call reroll mechanics, where uh, you kind of want to set up your account with the right. S tier characters at the very beginning and to do that uh, you just download the game, you play through the tutorial you get 3,000 gems which you which gives you exactly enough to pull 10 loot boxes uh, and then if you get the, the characters that you, that you want you link the game to your Google account or your Apple account or whatever you want and then you, you continue playing or if you don't get the characters you want you delete the game, re-download it, do the tutorial again, this is and take phones. your shot. This is take your shot at uh, at the good characters. This so is like right up there with two phones. It, it is. <laughs> it's uh, it's very it, it's very pay to win uh, from what I've seen. Uh, I haven't and will not put any money into this game. Uh, What's but, the date? February the twelfth, twenty twenty one. I know people take notes on their podcast. <laughs> like people like to write down things we say. Market. Market. We'll never spend uh, money in Dragon we'll Quest. We'll never spend Hacked. money on Dragon Quest Hacked. Uh but it's it's so far been really cool. I like a lot of things they do with it. It's it's basically just your your totally average tactics game. Uh reminds me a lot of God, what's that other one? Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh I played that one for a little bit. Uh but yeah, it's just your basic grid grid tactics game. You have monster units where you move them around, you cast your spells, you do all that kind of stuff. Uh, but all the units that you pick are the enemies that you fight in the Dragon Quest series games. So uh, they have an event going on right now for the very first Dragon Quest game where the super unit that you can get is the boss of the game, the Dragon Lord. Uh, and I managed to get one on one of my pulls. It was pretty did amazing to, did you have to re how many account re-rolls did it take for you to pull the dragon lord uh actually none because i had already saved my account by the time the event came out so uh, so i had to just get lucky uh, my boy slime in there uh yeah we, we got lots of slimes we got tons of slimes we got we got cyber slimes we got healer slimes we got fairy slimes we got chrome slimes we got king slimes we got emperor slimes. oh shit king slime Tons of slimes, man. More slimes than you can even know what to do with. Fuck, look at King Slime. Man, there's a king... How much is this King Slime plushie? Holy. Don't look at it. <laughs> Holy. Look at Don't King ask. Slime, yo. That's King it. Slime is fucking dope as hell. He's like... He's got big wheezing energy is why I like him so much. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Huge yes, yes. wheezing energy. Uh, but yeah, so th there is one thing that uh, I will shit on it about because this is the totally the pay to win aspect of this game uh there are two types of gems in this game there are the gems that you get from playing the game and accumulating over time doing the quests you get i don't really know how many you get a day it seems like at the beginning of the game they're giving you tons and tons of gems which is kind of what's making me want to see how long that's going to last uh because usually in games like this there's uh, there's kind of a plateau where you've done all the things that get you the gems, 
and and once you hit that your income just kind of drops off drastically uh so i'm kind of wondering when that's going to happen because it seems like i'm still getting a ton a ton every day uh but there's those gems and there's also what are called the paid gems which is they're literally the, just called paid gems yes yeah, they're, they're just called paid gems all right uh <laughs> when you put money into the game and you buy gems you get paid gems and they go into the paid gem category uh the game will always spend your free gems first unless you're pulling on something that specifically you want to use paid gems for because if you use paid gems in certain areas of the game uh you'll get better drops Mm. so let's say you're draw you're let's say you're pulling your your loot boxes for the dragon lord and you want to use your free gems, you'll have X percent chance to get the Dragon Lord with free gems. But if you want to use your paid gems, you'll get X percent plus something for using your paid gems. And you're never going to spend money on this game. And I'm never going to spend money on okay. this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's like they're, they got to make the money somewhere. Well, exactly. You know, I don't, right? I don't so. know. It's a gotcha game. It, it, I know a lot of people really like the gotcha games. I've n- I've never personally felt good about them, but I, that's kind of that's you know the territory when you're in those types of games. Yeah, exactly. It's it's to be expected. Uh, I've never seen a game be so kind of upfront and blatant about it like this <laughs> one is. <gems>. But <laughs> the localization, Dragon Quest Tact, paid gems, always makes me wonder. That's too funny. Paid gems. Anything else, Mr. Kevin? DDO and... Uh, that is Dragon about Quest it. Tact. Uh, I guess one more thing on DDO is the new raid is currently on the test servers right now. Oh, shit. Uh, so if you new, download new. the test client, you can you can play through that new raid. Uh, but it should... Rumor has it it's going to be about two weeks on the test servers where they're just kind of hammering out bugs and and getting it ready to go live and i, th- I think like two weeks or so it's going to come to the main game it's brand not even not even yet released that's right this is uh this is the raid that comes with the the new expansion that came out in november the fables of the feywild hmm. the what they usually do is they release the the quest areas and like the the wilderness areas first and they give people time to run through that build their loot up and then a couple months later then they release the raid that's associated with the expansion. Cool. Uh, let's take a quick break here, and uh, we'll come back do some news on the other side of this musical break. I don't know about you, but I could use a few more friends, especially here in the pandemic. That's why we're taking a quick minute here to tell you about the Oddversations podcast. Two lifelong friends, very similar to this podcast, except they talk about, well, I was going to say more than just video. I guess we're not the most focused podcast in the world. Uh, Nothing is too far-fetched or off-limits, they say. We have things here that are off-limits. You know, we, for all the the talking reckless we boast, we talk talk pretty real most of the time. Uh, But the Obversations podcast, they're not afraid. They're not afraid to, uh, to get out there and talk some politics and current events. They smoke, they drink, they swear, and it's no holds barred. Go check them out. Oddversations podcast. You can find them wherever fine podcasts are vended near you. Let's come back and talk about some news. I got some news for you. Hit me with it. I'm almost done this book. Empire Strikes Back from a certain point of view. Yeah. I think it is uh, a book of short stories uh, that take place during Empire Strikes Back. 
uh, but from a whole bunch of like background characters and shit. Oh, that, that's <laughs> a fucking that great book. Super dope. Yeah, it's like. Um, I guess you just. Uh, I think your mic got close when you sat back oh, down. Well, a little loud. Yeah, we're just sort of blown out. Bang, bang, bang. There we go. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some good examples. It's like the, uh, like the chef, uh, who they bring in to make food. Uh, for Darth Vader when they're on Cloud City <laughs> and they're like panicking because they don't know what he eats. Uh, <laughs> what does he? Do we ever find out? We never find out. Well, spoilers. Sorry, I shouldn't spoil the end of stories. Um, but uh, yeah, there's some good. There's some good like funny bits, and then there's ones from like super unique perspectives. Like uh, there's a story from the perspective of like the convergence in the cave. The convergence uh, in the cave. Yeah, like when Luke goes into the cave and they're like, oh, there's there's a convergence in the force in the cave. It's fucking, it's fucked up in there, in the cave on Dagobah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and there's like a story from the convergence's point of view with these people like coming to kind of test themselves at the cave. Hmm. Um, it's really neat. This is the there's one from the Tauntaun's point of view. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> like the, the one that like gets cut open yeah. and fucking oh man having this guy sleeping in me sure is a bummer yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a really cool book I'd recommend it this is the did Austin Walker write a short story for this one yes he did one about uh, two of the bounty hunters that were trying to get uh, Han IG-88 yeah IG-88 the assassin droid and uh, Dangar I think is his other his buddy's oh, name oh yeah be. yeah Dangar Dangar yeah yeah yeah, uh, that's a good one. There's lots of good ones. There's one from, like, the brief uh, appearance of Ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi when he's trying to convince um, Luke not to go to Cloud City because his training's not done. Uh, and it's a good, like, bordering on comedic story about just his annoyance at Anakin and how similar Luke is to Anakin. And he's just kind of watching this whole thing happen again for the second time. <laughs> and it's very eye-rolly for him. And Poor guy's stuck in the afterlife. Yeah, can't do anything. It's, uh, it's it's really interesting. If you like if you like Star Wars uh, Empire Strikes Back, it's like like some of them you just burst out laughing when you realize who's telling the story. <laughs> when you're like, oh, this is from that big fucking weird Hoth cave monster. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, is that the only one that they've done it for, or is there one? Uh, for no, like there is there is one. For, so I think they're. Um, released on the 40-year anniversaries of the movies. Oh, okay. So this one just came out, and there is one that for I think is quite a bit smaller for A New Hope, uh, and then I would assume that there would be one in a few years for uh, Return of the Jedi. Nice. I can't wait until 2040 so that we can get episode one. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> 20... Yes. What is it, 2060 for episode nine? Uh, That's what some, I want. I want yeah, the certain point of there. view from episode nine. Yeah, I want to know, like, name? the mechanic, Boo Boo Frick. Yeah, I don't know what Boo Boo Frick thought. I want to know yeah. what the people in that random ship that just got blown up that Chewie wasn't actually in were like, why is yeah. she <laughs> shooting our ship? <laughs> Maybe what they oh. felt like. You could do a lot of really good, dumb shit there. There's a, there's a fucking fantastic one in this book about the inner monologue of the guy who's getting force choked by Vader while he's getting force choked <laughs> and, like, going over all the mistakes he made. <laughs> it's really good stuff. Yeah, that seems dope. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to pitch that. I thought the there's a good cross section of people who listen to our show who would probably dig the book. So, 
My top story tonight, CD Projekt Red. This actually, we're a little bit late on this news. Uh, CD Projekt Red got hacked last week. They, uh, here, I'll pull up the ransom note. It's, it's Those something. gentlemen and ladies cannot catch a break. No, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> it's, it's kind of just one thing after another, it seems. Uh, let's see here. The, the ransom note is, like, straight out of fucking 99... Hello, CD Projekt. You have been epically po- you have been epically pwned. We have dumped full <laughs> copies of the source code from your purser. Yada 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 yada. We have also dumped all your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't want to sound stupid. Yeah, they're like, don't, don't, hey, we know this. <sighs> That wasn't our only code. That's not our ace in the hole, just so you know. Yeah, yeah. They say, if we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online, and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism. <laughs> I was, yeah, they sent it to me. I leaked them. Uh, your public image will go down the shitter even more, and people will see how your shitty company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company, and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. So what you're saying is we need to get on CD Projekt Red stock right now. That's right. We're gonna they, the short sellers are are betting against CDPR. It's Kevin and I versus the hedge funds. Let's fucking go. It's time for a short squeeze. That's right. Ooh, this, <laughs> hashtag CDPR to the moon. This can't be it. Uh, so Cerro de Pasco Resources Inc. or CDPR.cn uh, is probably not the right. Uh, the right choice to buy. No, I don't think that's the one. Uh, it is only at thirty-four and a half cents per share. So okay, I can probably buy, buy, buy. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the hackers they they sent them this uh, ransom note. CDPR very publicly uh, on Twitter released it. Like when they released the ransom note, they released a statement saying we do not negotiate with terrorists, basically. Uh, and uh, according to the hackers, this is kind of our last update. The data has been sold. It has since been sold at an online auction. We don't know for how much or to whom it was allegedly sold. Yeah, they said that they they didn't say how much it sold for, but they did say that they sold it to a price that both parties were happy with. Yeah, it's yeah, that's fucking selling things. I don't, I don't know, I don't know jack shit about game design, but I think that's, I think that's like a big deal. I think you can, I think you can reverse engineer source codes and things in such a way that like, and and maybe you can do it to the the point that people wouldn't be able to tell because there's there was a there's, there's a line of thought of like well who's gonna buy the source code because someone was gonna be like the cdpr source code right. huh i wonder yeah. how that why don't got we here. just sue you while yeah. you use that but yeah. i think i think like having access to that stuff you can you can reverse engineer and, and strip do, it like, down so it's not traceable but also saves your company a fucking buttload of work yeah do like some really nefarious stuff with it potentially so the question is, which company is going to, which company has bought this code, and is going to show us the adults that are shrunk to little, fucking kid versions oh, of themselves? It's Mass Effect. <laughs> I hope it's the so. Mass Effect remaster. Mass Effect would be good. Because I just feel like they stole that source code from Mario, kids, dude. Uh, which they obviously Mario was the first ones who did it. Yeah. Oh my they, god, this laptop charger is roughly two inches too short to charge my laptop i'm gonna Background guess shift. uh hmm, source code 
I don't I, like. I wish I had a little more context for it. I wish I knew like what you could do with the source code because like Cyberpunk is a Cyberpunk's fucked. Cyberpunk is like so fucked top to bottom that like I I just wish I had more content. How valuable right. is the source code for something so broken versus like something that let's say The Witcher Three? Oh, maybe yeah, how I'll, much source code is shared between The Witcher Three and Cyberpunk? Yeah. Like, is the Cyberpunk using Witcher Three source code and just built terribly is, on top of it? Or is there? I just a, don't know how uh, that stuff works. Is there like a uh, what was the game with Elliot Page where uh, uh, Elliot, Beyond, Beyond Two Souls? Yes. Where they had like the nude model of Elliot Page in the code, yes. even though it wasn't in the game. Like, I, is there like a a fully erect Something. Keanu in there somewhere? Or <laughs> it's you very strange. Know. Yeah, will CDPR just one thing after another? I wonder how this how this turns out. If we even maybe this is the end of it. Maybe maybe it's just like, yep, you sure did. You sold that source code. And even more shocking news. Jack Black has been cast as Claptrap in the Borderlands movie. That kind of tracks. I, yeah, I was going to say the least shocking. Yeah, I, yeah. I sort of don't like I, I know a lot of people really do like him. I sort of don't like Jack Black that much. He's, he's oh, fine. I don't get me wrong. He's, he's fine. I just find him. I, I know a lot of people find him, I think, like, uh, like really lovable and likable and stuff. I just find him kind of annoying and grating. I don't know. Like, I, think it, I guess it depends on what Jack Black you're looking at. Yeah. Like if you if you're like telling Jack Black to like just go for it like in in School of Rock, uh, I could see you watching a lot of see someone watching a lot of School Rock esque movies and being like, God, does this guy have an off button? Yeah, that's um, how I feel about Jack Black. Right, but they, he does a lot of like not fucking crazy Jack Black stuff too. Where and I think he seems like a genuinely cool dude. Yeah, him um, and him and his uh, I think son do like a, a gaming channel. Or something. Yeah, I actually uh, I watched a bunch of the, their channel when it first came out uh, back in 2019, and then like every week I would be watching their videos, and as they come out, and then they started going like two weeks without a video, three weeks without a video, mm. and then I completely forgot about them. And uh, when somebody posted this in our Discord, uh, I remembered. I'm like, wait a minute, they have a YouTube channel. I wonder how many videos they have out now. And I went and checked a bit of it out and you know they got videos uh i've realized that i don't care about any of the ones where he actually plays video games Mm. Uh, Mm. i prefer like the the blogs type videos of his where it's like just following his life around and showing like behind the scenes at the movies and stuff that he's making I like that he calls the Elgato capture card the Delgato. I think <laughs> misrepresenting that shit ass brand is super fucking funny. Perfect. Fire up the Delgato. <laughs> he he makes a lot of sense for Claptrap. Uh, uh, Claptrap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, like. I wonder what kind of are we gonna get Jack Black doing his best like Claptrap as we know him. I wonder what kind of a yes. is Claptrap Jack performance Black are we gonna... going to become Claptrap or. Is Claptrap going to become Jack Black? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kate Blanchett is in this movie also, who I thought was like a totally... I don't think she's maybe as like esteemed of an actress as she was Galadriel in Lord of the Rings. So in my mind, she is like the creme de la creme, the most, the classiest, <laughs> just the, 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 the highest society actress in, in the world. She was fucking great in Thor too. Yeah. She's like, how old is she? 
I want a Kate Blanchette age. 52. 51. Ooh. So in Thor, she would have been like 49. Damn. Damn, Kate. You still got it going on. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in this film. Kevin Hart. Directed by Eli Roth, I think I might have, have said twice. It seems like a real movie, which is weird because it's Borderlands. <laughs> seems like it's like five years too late. Yep. I'm, yep. A uh, little bit I'm not sure when two was out. That was like its heyday, I feel like. Yeah, some people like Borderlands 3, I think. Uh, Pedro Pascal, speaking of, of video game movie stuff, TV, Pedro Pascal has been cast as Joel in The Last of Us show. That could work. Yeah, totally. I, I could see that. Me too. That's uh, also directed by, I always say his name wrong. I think it's Metzen. Craig Metzen, the uh, Chernobyl, Chernobyl showrunner. Yeah. Fucking love Chernobyl. And isn't he like writing the so Borderlands good. script too? Hang on. I think he's also <laughs> writing the Borderlands script movie. Uh, he is. <laughs> he's, he's doing the screenplay. That's fine at work. Damn. From <laughs> Chernobyl to Borderlands to The Last of Us. Borderlands actually has, I think, a reasonable chance to be a good movie um, because of the actors that they're getting and because I think you can do uh, you can do Borderlands and not have it follow any video game story. Like I feel like where a lot of video games get hung up is they try and follow the plot of their video games where I feel like Borderlands is a decent enough just world and crazy group of characters that you could tell a different... I, I hope they are going to tell a different story than the plot of any Borderlands game. I more worry about the like it's the 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 the, the humor and setting of Borderlands is the stuff that I super don't care for. Where like I don't mind the setting, I don't like the humor. Yeah, the set the setting is fine, but like out of the it's it's you play Borderlands for twenty minutes and you've you've seen it all. You're fighting skags sure. on this desert planet over and over and over again, kind of. Once, yeah, so you're on an H at one point, I guess. I may be just picturing a version of Mad Max in my head. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Be. Yeah. That's like there there is a really good kind of just Mad Max like the like Fury Road movie they could mm-hmm. make where like I just I'm thinking of so how goofy Borderlands is where like you got those I don't know what they're called the, the savages or whatever they're called like they're blowing each other up all the time and they're like ah yeah. you got the little one who's always like ah, I'm eating people the like psychos. it's it's I've like, never found it funny. I've always, <laughs> for the same reason that Jack Black does not jive with me, uh, the Borderlands humor is just like, does this game have a fucking off button? Um, I am hesitant to critique literally one of the greatest movies of all time, Max Ma- Mad Max Fury Road. Mm. Um, but one of the things that movie could have used were some characters with a little bit of levity. You think so? I love I Fury so. Road for. I, me too. It's a damn near perfect oh, film. I think the, was... I think the self seriousness is so important. Where you're like, this is so fucking stupid, and everyone <laughs> is so serious. It's a fair point, and maybe you lose. Maybe when you crack a joke here and there, it's a very fine line. Yeah. So so maybe I'll just maybe I'll just back off. Especially like, no, well, they knew what they were doing. What but... if the person uh, cracking jokes is claptrap? Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're right. Claptrap sucks. But. It sucks. <laughs> oh. Hey, speaking of things that suck, Kingdom Hearts is on its way to PC. Woo! Oh, got him. Take that, Sora, Donald, and Goofy. 
Uh, it's coming to the Epic Store, exclusive to the Epic Store, at least. Yeah, uh, they wouldn't put a game that sucks on the Epic Store. Yeah, I just touche. Uh, Epic Store exclusive. I don't know if that's forever, but uh, for now, anyways. Uh, Ask me anything. These seem expensive. Are these? A, it seems like to own the Kingdom Hearts is on PC. Randy, you have like so, packs and prices listed here. So what? So one of those is um, like a step up version of another one. Uh, but the other ones are so. Uh, if you get two point eight, you will get the stuff that's in one point five plus two point five. Right. Okay. Right. Yes. One point five yep. plus two point five equals two point eight. Yep. Right. Uh, the other two to the right of that, if you're looking at that graphic, mm-hmm. uh, are are separate purchases. So okay. you will need to spend a hundred and fifty bucks to get the whole story. Woo! And even the 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 story so far. No, the story so far. Yeah. And like I said to you last night, it's one in one A uh, with Kingdom Hearts and Metal Gear for the greatest story ever told. That's right. It uh, depends <laughs> Depends how they finish. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, uh, it's a commitment. As someone who did, when, when they did the whole 2.8, uh, the whole package on uh, before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and I fucking dove right in, um, it's a fucking lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. But it's that's, long games. Well, and some of them aren't even games. Make sure you know this if you actually care about playing video games. Although some of these video games are bad and you're If you like Kingdom Hearts, them. you don't care about actually playing video games. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. I can't be stopped. And, and this and that's what's important to know is some of there, I think there are two at least two of those games where you're you don't get the game in that package. You get like the cutscene highlight reel. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah it's so, uh, boy. Oh boy. When Sora shows up in that next Final Fantasy VII thing, um, it's going to be a, something. Yeah, that'll be a moment. Yeah, maybe of the year. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart got a release date June the eleventh. That stands right now. That's what the next time I'm turning on my. It PlayStation. looks cool. Yeah, it does, and it looks like a new thing to play on these new consoles. There are no next gen games at all. There's nothing to play. There's nothing to play. Did you guys play that Destruction Derby game? Uh, Destruction All Stars. Yeah, Ye- a little bit. Yeah, it seems okay. It seems oh. it's not. I don't think it's the next Rocket League. I don't think it's the next like. Oh, what could be? Everybody's gonna be playing this thing in five years, but it seems kind of neat. For free, you check it out. It does. Yeah. It does good stuff with the controllers. I like the way the gas pedals make the controller feel. Ooh. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, very last piece of news I have this week. EA is, uh, I think this is, is happening be this week in podcast time. EA this is, is local news. Yes, considering the local future breaking. of Anthem, which uh, apparently, yeah, indeed. <laughs> there, I legit had to do a double take where I'm like, like, you can go buy and play Anthem right now. Anthem, Anthem is a video game that is still running. It exists. Uh, I had to like verify that. I'm like, didn't they shut that down? Didn't they like? Wasn't didn't they unrelease Anthem? Wasn't that one of the many unreleases we had? But no, that uh, game is still out there. Apparently, there are thirty people working on it right now, and uh, Bioware estimates to get the what they were calling Anthem Next kind of into production. They'll need about ninety people, and so I guess EA is going to consider if this is a, a investment worth their time. I uh, I don't know. Could could come down either way. They put a lot of time. And presumably a lot of money into developing Anthem thus far, so to feels bad. I mean, the game looks gorgeous. It looks incredible, and like it's the time they spent great, on the dude. environment, yeah. yeah, the flying, the flying is real dope. That Frostbite yeah. engine looks real nice, but 
to hear some of the stories out of Bioware is maybe a terrible engine to make anything except for Battlefield, the game it was designed for. Right, yeah. So we should, but probably by next podcast, we, we, well, maybe by next podcast, we'll know a little bit more about Anthem. All Fingers the, crossed yeah. for all the people who probably have a job riding on that. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, the Marvel's Avengers, weirdly enough, kind of gets me excited for Anthem, where like, what if you what if you had Marvel Avengers but the flying around was not super fucking shitty, you know? And and maybe the combat was better too. Iron Man yeah. would be good in Anthem. And, and the Man Anthem are Iron Men's basically. Fuck, I like playing with Iron Man even in Marvel. Yeah. It sucked. Iron Man's cool. We could all be <laughs> and you were like you were like different Iron Man. You know, yeah, I was a different Iron Man. I was fucking using lasers and then Matt be like Brandon, hit the fucking rockets, and I'd be doing rockets, yeah. and then Warren would be like, you do that other thing you do, and I'd be using the repulsor things. Did you see they added uh, the the uh, repulsor beam off the shield? Uh, yes, I did. Great ad. Great ad. They should find more of those. There's more of those. Yeah. Like, the best part Thor of Avengers hits. is when they do, like, little tag team things. Love it. Hits. They should add a mission failed counter for every attempt <laughs> at that repulsor shield deflection. Yeah. Unless it has auto tracking, or it's like, I imagine it's like it's a uh, big long. Ocarina of time when you fight the twin Rova with Link's oh, yeah. mirror shield. It's, it's, actually, it's, like it's totally just like it's like a big long beam you got to swing. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna ask if the like, is there any directional control over that, or is it just fucking? You guys both have meter. Fucking hit it and. No, I think Kaboom. you. I think you, and I am talking totally out my ass. But from the little one time I saw it work in the the video they put out, it looks like you just use your repulsor cannon like a regular move, and Cap just holds block, and then it <laughs> shoots yeah. off, and you kind of turn to to spin it. Hmm. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah, uh, I had fun playing that game. Speaking of like fail counters, <laughs> uh, we would just run uh, around, and I would be like, Warren, throw that guy. He Warren was the Hulk. And I'd be like, Warren, throw that guy in the air so I can shoot him out of the air as Iron Man. And we'd fucking, that poor guy must have fucking <laughs> yeah. flown through the air 22 times. The last guy in the encounter. No, nobody kill him. Nobody kill him. Yeah. Make sure you throw him up. No, nope, yeah. missed it. Warren's <laughs> got to throw him up. I'm going to shoot him. Okay, reset. Reset. Let's try again. Okay, throw him up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all the news I got for this week. Anthem. 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 Do you think Bioware needs money? Do you think this Mass Effect remaster is coming out <laughs> this year because the fuck has Bioware done except lose money for the last I feel like yeah I feel like time. every video game company even well I mean the nature of companies are bio every video game needs to make money otherwise you're immediately like oh god our margins are so razor thin yeah because our fucking big wigs up top are getting so much money but are they like are they like into single ply toilet paper at the Bioware studios where they're like hey guys we <laughs> right. really need something to move I feel the like this here. is their like emergency button you know Somebody yeah, grabbed the hammer yeah. and just yeah. finally broke the, the remaster glass. Like, fuck, yeah. we got to do remaster launch. We can only ever play this card once, so make yeah. sure it's important. I think it's more likely that everybody has to bring their own toilet paper from home. Yeah. B- BYTP. That's rough. Uh, That's rough. I like to say that would be the point I quit, but I would, <laughs> I would bring the toilet paper. Uh, the I also saw this about Mass Effect. Bioware publicly acknowledged that the indoctrination theory is, was uh, is not real, and they never planned it. 
Why would you? Yeah. Why would you? Why would you say anything? Just let the. Why skeptic, would you say anything? Let, let us believe. Let us believe. It's so much better than the ending you wrote that everyone got so mad about that you then like had to redact and change and expand, and for the official well, story to be like, "Yep, we we put a shitty one out, and then you got mad, and we kind of made it shittier." That's yeah, the why, real story. Why put a stop to the speculation? That just makes your game better. I think. I think so too. But they, even if it didn't make your game better, like what a what a weird decision to be like. Stop fans from having fun with this. Yeah, and also <laughs> all those fan fiction stories you wrote—they're fake too. Yeah, like just twist the knife a little bit. Dane only has one cock. Stay off my deviant. Stay off my deviant art. <laughs> podcast at talkingreckless.com is an email address or you can uh, drop these on our discord which you can buy by talkingreckless.com click on the discord button uh, I'm going to see if we got anything uh, they took the butt shots out did we take the, they took the butt shots out they're changing some of the Miranda ass shots we talked about that uh, last yeah. week oh, okay I had it in the news story, and I just said, "I just, I just said the internet," and then had that picture of Yoda like feeling the all the Jedi die. Where he's like, oh. yeah. <laughs> "Yeah, that's too bad." David had a fantastic meme of Shepard standing at the the memorial, and it was just Miranda's ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's also very good. <laughs> uh, I think we're good. Nothing, nothing in the Discord. I'll do one uh, last little check on the email real fast. See if anything came in last minute. But uh, I think we got it all figured out. But check out uh, weebs.ca. That's where the premium version of this podcast lives, as well as our anime podcast. Uh, Ad-free. There, there, we actually have a few ads. Uh, last week there was an ad. This week there will be an ad if I don't forget. I better not forget. And uh, so if you want the ad-free version over on uh, patreon.com slash podcast or weebs.ca gets you there faster. Uh, thank you very much for all the support over there. Uh, what am I? What do we got coming up? D and D is kind of a little, little hit or miss. We might be on for maybe, maybe, maybe this Sunday podcast time. Just join the Discord. I put all the announcements and stuff out on there. So, you know, if you're on there, you're you're. It's in fun. There. We talk about Wandavision and shit. Yeah, the Discord oh, yeah. is dope. The Discord is is, and maybe I'm a little biased because uh, I oh, have, absolutely I have a little final say over everything. But uh, it is like it is it is the best forum board I have ever been a part of. It, weirdly enough, only has things I like, <laughs> but, but it has, like, good discussions on those things going almost constantly. We're, like, we're talking WandaVision. We got a Star Wars channel. Uh, don't click on the anime one. That's maybe just... It's actually a trap. Yeah, you have to be 18 plus. Yeah, expect cops at your door. To go in there. Uh, um, it's a dope little I, Discord. I like that when you go into, and this is a tribute to the respect of WandaVision, or uh, of the... Uh, of the Discord uh, participators, if you go into that WandaVision uh, chat, even though, even though it is a chat about WandaVision, it is just fucking head to toe spoiler block. Yeah. block. There's not a word to be seen in it. Everybody is... highlight everything. <laughs> yeah, we're really good about not spoiling stuff. Also, we we yeah. we have rigorous systems in play. And every now and then, someone will be like, like leave an end that isn't spoiled. They'll be like. Black text, black text, black text, and 
black text, black text, black text. <laughs> uh, then we've all played control, you know? We know how to redact yeah, that's, right. how, that's how it is. Yeah. That's going to draw the, the viewer in. That's right. Go join the yeah. Discord. That's where we have the karaoke contest as well. I would like to congratulate myself on winning my own karaoke contest. <laughs> no, like no. Obama giving Obama the fucking medal? No. Uh, I, I only won the second round. Listen, I did not win the first round, so... Paperboy won the won the title there, and I stripped it off him. But uh, don't worry, I'll be back to defense soon. Make sure I'm this card for that. Uh, that's all I have to say. Other than brand, somebody got timed out. I don't know if this was someone said I enjoy wrestling games, and then they said, "Is that Slender Man on the bottom left?" <laughs> and they got timed out, which. Ah, yeah, I don't know if that was called for. I can listen. I can I can take a joke. That's that's kind of kind of flattering, actually, in a way where I don't think I've been Slender Man and. Oh, how long we've been in lockdown here? Well, what's the feed? You're not the bottom left of my feed. Uh, of OBS, I have, of of the stream, I am. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah, I'm bottom left. You're bottom right. Perfect. <laughs> that, that's even. I was gonna say, Kyle, uh, Kyle Buttermaker is uh, Kyle the bottom left of mine. Uh, well, I, I'm gonna do the thanks here as I try to remember Kyle's name. Uh, Brandon Lynch, yeah. thank you very much for joining us. Yes, good to be back. Absolute staple of this podcast, Kevin Byer. B apostrophe T X. And Kyle B apostrophe TX from the anime B apostrophe TX. If someone knows how to That's pronounce it. that and, and wants to uh, write that into the podcast, I'm talking about Let's drop a voice chat in the Discord. Yeah, or let us know on the Discord. That'd be dope. And uh, thanks very much to you at home for watching or listening. I've enjoyed this podcast. If you want to leave us a review on your podcast marketplace, I would appreciate that very much. And uh, we'll see you here on the next episode of the Talking Marketplace podcast. We'll see you then. <laughs>